financial needs and allow you to spend more time managing your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions. Parker Mellinger, 672-0785 in Sheridan. Hey Sheridan, it's Laura with your Main Street Project update. We are making great progress with paving on Main Street. Concrete is going down and we are scheduled to open Main Street from Dow to Mandel the week of July 31st. With that opening comes another closure, which means we will be closing Main Street from Grinnell to Brundage the week of July 31st. Plan accordingly. As always, there's plenty of parking, a short, hard, healthy walk from Main Street. Whether you're walking or driving, watch for those detours and keep a watchful eye out for those pedestrians navigating their way to our fabulous downtown businesses. Once you're downtown, remember all sidewalks within the work zone remain open and protected from the construction. With portions of the fencing showcasing local artist talent, be sure to check them out. Questions, comments, or concerns, give me a call at 307-674-2356. I will be happy to visit with you. For some fun photos and videos of paving operations, follow Sheridan Main Street Project on Facebook and Instagram or visit the City of Sheridan's website. Thank you for your patience and understanding. Have you been online to the Sheridan Commercial Company Office Supply website? Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. SheridanCommercial.com will allow you to explore and compare prices with other national brands. We offer delivery or in-store pickup. Over 41,000 items are available by going online at SheridanCommercial.com. That's SheridanCommercial.com. Plus, we carry a line of supplies in our store for your everyday needs. The Sheridan Commercial Company, Office Supply Department at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. You're a star, no matter who you are. Reach, Resources, Education, Autism, Community Harmony, and the Wyo Theater present the nation's premier earth, wind, and fire experience, Kalimba. The Spirit of Earth, Wind, and Fire, Thursday, July 27th at 7 p.m. Kalimba personifies the mission of the late EWF founder, Maurice White, by paying homage to his vision when he created the group over 50 years ago by bringing the music of Earth, Wind, and Fire to fans all over the world. Joining Kalimba on this special event are Earth, Wind & Fire alumni Gordon Campbell and David Romero. Come celebrate this great music. Tickets are available now at the Wyo Theater box office or online at wyotheater.com. Sponsored in part by Sheridan Media. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program. Brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd White. (laughs) Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. This morning I am joined by Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter Dog Lead. Emmy Whiting and Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter Dog Trainer and Founder of the nonprofit organization, the Unleashed Foundation, Marion Eccles. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Now, uh, who do we have with us this morning? I know uh, the cameras are down, so we don't get to see them, but uh, who's this uh, thick boy? <laughs> So he is a thick boy. He's on a, a diet right now. But, uh, this is Cider. He is our dog of the week. And we're thinking he's a cattle dog mix, husky mix, something like that. He's kind of a little bit of everything, he looks like. Um, white and gold with a little bit of blue in his eyes. Not, not 
all of his eyes are blue, but just specks. Yes, yeah. yeah, and yeah, he's about six years old, and a really sweet dog. Loves attention, loves being pet, loves toys. <laughs> oh, he, you know, he came right up to me oh, when we were social. standing outside, and you know, gave him some scratches, yeah. and he seemed pretty happy. Saw that tail going. Yes, yep. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Um, yeah, he like I said, he's a great dog. It's just he's got a couple quirks. He can't go with kids. Not a fan of kids. Um, he also is not a fan of nail trims. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. like going and getting a manicure. Nope, nope. I don't blame him, though. Uh, a lot of dogs struggle with getting their nails trimmed, uh, especially trimmed versus filed, because it kind of pinches when you use the clippers. Yeah. And also, you know, sometimes they hear the sound and that can trigger a reaction. Yeah, they don't know what's going yeah. on. I yeah. mean, un- unless they've done it quite a bit, they have no idea yeah. what's going on. But he is great with dogs, cats. Yeah. He People. Was, yeah, he was really good during the assessment with Marion. Yeah, I assessed him. Even he did so well that I assessed him he could be a potential um, service dog. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had everything mm-hmm. that is needed. And then I found out after looking at his surrender papers that not good with kids so yeah. <laughs> the service dog needs all that yeah. needs to be needs to be perfect on all that yeah, bulletproof bulletproof and like so that. he has that one mm-hmm. edge to him otherwise he would be a great emotional support dog if you were around adults all the time you know taking him for walks he walks well mm-hmm. and um, just a very social good dog mm-hmm. yeah and he seems like he's quite playful yes uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a goofball <laughs> he's so funny yeah. he uh carries around toys in his kennel all day just back and forth, grabbing each toy as he goes. <laughs> really? Yeah, he loves toys, loves squeakers. <laughs> now, uh, so really, what kind of home would Cider thrive in? Uh, obviously, just about any home that, as long as we don't have little ones. Yes, I would say as long as you don't have kids, um, because like we said, good with dogs, cats. Uh, obviously, I'm not sure about small animals, but he's pretty good with yeah. He's animals. good with cats. Yeah. So yeah, he's just got a general even attitude. Yes. And so if you have kids that are 10 years or older, probably 12 years, depending on your family history with dogs, you know, we would consider if you had a if you have a little experience with dogs in your household, yeah, or especially any kind of training or mm-hmm. 4-H experience. That wouldn't be a deal breaker, but below 10 years old is a no. Yeah. You know, that's one thing, uh, you know, bringing the animals in and having these conversations over the the past few years with uh, the shelter and shelter leadership. You guys get these dogs who've been, in some cases, quite traumatized. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of the reactions that dogs have is fear-based. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, I haven't seen too many dogs they do exist but i haven't seen many that are just outright aggressive towards everybody Mm -hmm. um there's usually the past a history something involved there that caused a fear uh, that created this reaction how difficult is it marion when you get a dog that you have this spotty history of Mm -hmm. you know and you've got to assess this animal to you know, because it's a responsibility of the shelter. You're releasing yeah. this animal back into the public. Right. And you've got to do it based on, you know, years of experience, years of training that you've received. Uh-huh. But that's a, that's a big load to bear. Oh, 
no pressure there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I focus on what I see. You know, um, most of the time we don't have any background on the dogs. Yeah. Not most of the time, but a good portion of the time. And so I just... You know, I rely on my coworkers and what they see, but I like to see it myself. Yeah. I like to read the animal's behavior, and you can tell if it's aggression based on a current fear, a past fear, you know, and then if it's a past fear, if it's a current fear, we can handle that. You know, we can work with it and know what to do. We can change their environment or what's going on. If it's a, if it's a past fear, which is most of the time, then we got to try and, you know, have a basic idea of what it could have been, work around it, and help the animal know that we are not going to be those people yeah. or, or incident, you know, help them overcome whatever it was that put them in this position. And, you know, we do that in lots of ways. Like if they're afraid, like the dogs we're going to talk about later, if mm -hmm. they're afraid of people because of abuse, we do everything we can to show them that we are strong people that they can rely on. We don't baby them because, well, most of us don't. I baby them a yeah. little. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but the key is to just like help build confidence and uh, trust, but then also, you know, their fear, so they need courage, you know? So yeah. anything we can do to strengthen that, that courage will help them overcome these things. And so some of the things that I do is the training program, the Better Canine Training Program, um, sponsored by the Irwin Wilson Foundation. So that involves all the basic obedience. I spend time with the dogs, training them, you know, to walk loosely on a leash, uh, to sit on command down on command and um what i always stay yeah mm -hmm. and <clears throat> and a approach good approach with yeah people, yeah with exactly yeah. we use um when we do the final test we use um something called i it's called the cgc ready and so it's a program provided by the akc who um who has the canine good citizen uh program for people and their their pets but they also have the ready program so shelters can provide this training for uh, shelter dogs and so um, you know staff can train the dogs to get ready for this test and then once uh, they're adopted if their owners want to pass the formal test the dogs already have that background oh fantastic so yeah. now we just got to train yep. the owner yep yeah. and the canine good citizen test is a basic um, knowledge it, it helps people have a basic understanding of, of work ethics or dog ethics in the community so going out in public and a lot of people don't know how their dog should behave they don't know that a dog should not run up to people mm -hmm. you know not everybody wants uh, to yeah. to meet a dog yeah. some people are really afraid of animals yeah. like that yeah some people just don't like them and i don't yeah. understand that because <laughs> I, I, I don't know that but person I, i'll respect that yeah, yeah. i do i do i i you know i try to gauge when i take dogs out in public and which i do often i try to gauge uh, the behavior of the person whether they want to pet the dog or not and often you usually you can tell yeah you know because they'll they'll look at the dog and smile or you know they'll even start to approach or ask or some people 
will just come up to the dog, which I, I always recommend that anybody go out, anybody who's approaching a dog they don't know, ask if they can ask if they can pet Absolutely, your dog. Yeah. Always ask, because yes. you never know. You never know. When that dog is going to be protective. I have a dog at home that he, you know, we had to we had to adopt, otherwise he would have been euthanized because he became he's become overprotective. And uh, he's a big dog, and he nips people when he's protecting me, but uh, he's a big dog. Yes. So it causes big bruises. And so if someone were to approach him without talking to me first, this is why I don't take him in public very often. Right, you right. know, yeah. now, that would be bad. When it comes to how many dogs we have over there, yes. how many are, are in the facility currently? So right now we have 29 dogs over there. Um, so we have a couple open kennels finally. <laughs> Thank goodness. I'm working through that mm -hmm. surrender list that we have. So. Well, that was something else I was going to yes. ask about. Uh, it was something that you and I talked about the other day. You finally got the chance to start going down that surrender yes. list. Yes. Um, rodeo week and July 4th is always a big week of us getting strays. Yeah. And I will say strays have just not been going home lately and that's heartbreaking to me because they get put in the shelter they don't know what's going on they probably had a home before this and i post on shared an upcycle things like that all the time saying if you lose your dog please contact the shelter same with cats mm -hmm. um but a lot of the strays just haven't been going home recently and that's been really tough on us because then i can't I can't call off the surrender list because I'm full. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing that I do want people to understand is you, you guys can't just post pictures of lost dogs because no, in yes. the past, some people have tried to claim animals yes. that obviously were not theirs mm -hmm. simply because they saw a photo of it on Facebook and they mm -hmm. thought, I want that dog. So I'm going to say it's mine. Yes. And you're trying to get the dogs home to the right home. Mm -hmm. yes. And so folks, if you've lost an animal, contact the shelter describe your animal it might be back there waiting for you to come come take it home yes and we'll keep them for five days yes so strays it's five business days we keep them until we own them and then after that five business days we do own the dogs and yeah. we do start the adoption process so make sure to check right away mm -hmm. like even if it's just been a few hours please give us a call yeah. Leave a voicemail with us if we're not open, and we will get to it, and we will write you on the list. And then if you find your dog, great. But if you don't, then at least we have that knowledge to look out for that doggy. And one that you know, I want to say that the sea, yeah, <laughs> and cats, ducks, um, <laughs> ducks lately. Yes, yes. Uh, now I want to say that you know the CSOs are great at doing their job. Mm -hmm. They go out there, they respond quickly, they yes. get these animals, and they take them right to the shelter. Yes. So if your animal has gone missing, more than likely, I'm willing to bet, it's, it's at the shelter. Mm -hmm. So just make sure you call down to the shelter, describe your animal, might be there, but there is a reason why the shelter just doesn't put photos up on Facebook. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they may have your animal, and, and you may not even know it. <laughs> And there's really no safe way to do it. What about little creatures over there? We, we've covered dogs and cats. What kind of little creatures? We talked about ducks, and I'm sure people are curious about that. Well, I would also like to mention how many cats we have over here yes, right now because yeah. it's we are well over capacity with cats. Mm -hmm. We have 134 cats in our facility right now, and that's 
a lot of animals. That's a lot yes. of cats. Yes. Yes. And cats get adopted much slower than dogs. And I couldn't, I couldn't explain why. I think a lot of people, you know, in my experience with cats, because I grew up with a lot of cats, get them off the street, they come home, and that's yours now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. a lot of people don't think about going to the shelter for cats. And we have so many great house cats. We do have barn cats. Um, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. We usually and, do. Yeah, so if you're looking for just a cat to hang out on your property and mouse, we we have cats that are good for that, too. Yeah. So and Where you can have that relationship where one farmer just kind of s- says good morning and the cat says good morning and, and that's the end of the <laughs> yes, friendship. Yeah. We, we all serve a <laughs> purpose on the yes, farm, yeah, right? Yeah, we're working, yep. yeah. Yep. Now, uh, you did receive quite a few dogs over the Y.O. Rodeo week. Um you think that's just because of the celebration, the loud noises, and it, I, it scares dogs, and so they run off? I do think it's a lot to do with the noise aspect, because like I said, on 4th of July, we always end up getting a bunch of strays, and um, during thunderstorms, mm-hmm. we get a lot of strays. Um, I will say, usually during those big noisy things, it's a lot more dogs than cats, yeah. typically, that are running away. So during rodeo week, we got eight dogs total as strays, and five of five of those dogs was in one day wow <laughs> wow it was, it, it, was, it was a long week uh-huh. <laughs> but i will say most of them did go home oh that's good yeah. that's good yeah all right we're gonna have more with our sheridan dog and cat shelter when we come back right after this you're listening to public pulse on 930 kroe and 103.9 fm sheridan Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Sheridan USBC is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Get curious with the world-class service, selection, and value that only Pole Motor delivers. And now, financing your next new car has never been easier. Pole Motor offers quick, easy financing through local credit unions. Find a little peace of mind with competitively priced service contracts on all makes and models, eight years or newer, and no dock fees at Pole Motor. For luxury selection with personalized service, stop in Pole Motor, pick a test drive, finance it easily, and take ownership today. Summer's here. That means warm weather road trips. You're ready, but is your car ready? Are your tires safe for hot weather driving? Midas Tire and Auto has rebates on name brand tires. Is your vehicle's air conditioning running on empty? New or old, including the most recent YF Freon systems, Midas works on all AC systems. Getting and keeping you safely on the road for this summer's travels. See Midas Tire and Auto on East Brundage Lane in Sheridan. Well, it's just a fact that sometimes the water well you have is just not the water well you wished you had. What if you turned on your tap and a little country band drained out singing? Water, water, cool, clear water. Well, that's just what 307 Wildcat Well Service delivers. They'll bore down old Mother Earth and find you that water. Now get ready for a phone number, 217-2155. Or find 307 Wildcat Well Service on Facebook. 
and you too will have cool, clear water. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Discover your passion and dive into exciting hobbies this fall with Sheridan College's community interest classes. Whether it's print making, painting, fly fishing, jazz, yoga, or more, Sheridan College offers a wide range of options to feed your curiosity. Now is the perfect time to tailor your education to your interests. Enroll online today with just a few clicks. Just go to sheridan.edu slash community. Need assistance? Call one of the friendly advisors today at 307-675-0115. Sheridan College, begin your journey. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I'm with the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter dog trainer and founder of the nonprofit organization, the Unleashed Foundation, Marion Eccles, and dog lead for the shelter, Emmy Whiting. Now, there's a pair of dogs that are a special case over at the shelter. One that uh, would take somebody with a lot of patience, mm-hmm. someone who can understand and has a lot of compassion. Emmy, can you tell me about M- Merrill and Melvin? Merle. Merle. Merle and Melvin. And I, ca- I can't wait to talk about these doggies because I have grown so attached to these dogs because when they first came in, they came in from a different county and uh, the shelter that was working with us told us we're having trouble placing these dogs they came from a hoarding and animal cruelty abuse situation and so i didn't i don't remember if i had the room technically or not but i was like you know what bring them over and they were just cowering cowering the first day and i decided i was like i'm just going to go sit in the kennel with them and it was the very first day and I sat in the kennel and they just crawled on me and they were so desperate for love and attention and you can sorry you're okay you're okay you you can tell these dogs have not had that and they flinched when they kissed me for the first time they licked me and they flinched and yeah. it was just heartbreaking to see that but it was also just really good to see that they wanted something Mm -hmm. they wanted that attention and everything so they have just been they they've grown so much and they've just been the goofiest boys like now they (laughs) bounce around and (laughs) and i literally mean bounce they bounce um high energy yeah well not so much, but it, but when they see someone they love, they are very excited to yeah. see them. Yes, uh, but their one of their triggers, one of their biggest triggers, I would say, is a leash. And me and Marion have tried working mm-hmm. with them, and you know what? It's it's something we've accepted. They're just not going to be walking dogs. Mm-hmm. They don't want to walk yeah. on a leash. They because the leash scares them. Yeah. And I again, I can't say what happened in their past because I don't have that information but 
all I know is the leash does really get to them. And so we've decided that they just need a big yard because they do love being outside. It's just they do not like being on a leash. Yeah. Um, It does. It it must have been a bad, bad thing. And I don't usually like to focus on all that negative past but it's true and it's there yeah you know especially in this case yeah so they would do really well in a home that's spacious because they're like (laughs) they're black and white they almost look like they're basset border collie pit mixes maybe wow they're very interesting looking dogs and they look just like each other yes and um also uh the reason i'm bringing it up bringing them up together is because they are a bonded pair yeah which means if you adopt one you're getting both you're getting both because they cannot be without each other especially melvin specifically melvin gains courage from merle Mm -hmm. yeah and they help each other so much i mean we have we just got dog doors Uh uh-huh and like doggy flap doors and melvin's terrified of them (laughs) but merle will hold them open for him and I mean that's My the kind goodness, of relationship. Really? Yeah. Oh. That's the kind of the relationship these two dogs have. At one point we did try to separate them just to see how mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. Sometimes they improve. Yeah. And you know. sometimes I a lot of the times I hear people say, Oh, these dogs are bonded and they're really not. Because mm-hmm. it's it's different when they're bonded. When you see to each a real other. bond. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so we separated them for a minute and I mean Melvin completely shut down and Merle had so much anxiety that I hadn't seen from him. So yeah. we decided then and there they're together. Yep. They're yeah. they're yeah. a pair. Yeah. 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 There's no, a set. <laughs> yeah, they are a set. And they would love a backyard to just play in. You mm-hmm. know, once uh once they have once they trust someone, mm-hmm. then they are fine. And I think they would just be loyal yeah. to that person and just love being around them. Yes, they're cuddle know? bugs. Yeah. Oh, they love to cuddle and just sit yeah. with, they would love to just sit on the couch with you, be couch yeah. potatoes. Yeah. That, that'd probably be their favorite thing you to do. You guys have got Trevor smiling. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's, that's a good sign. Yeah. They're each about 60 pounds, wouldn't you? Around there, yes. <laughs> oh. So they're big. They're not big. They're not big lap, lap dogs, dogs by no. any means, but uh, they think they're lap dogs. Yeah, you would need yes. a, a big couch, <laughs> and they could both fit on your lap. I've seen them do it to Emmy. Yes. <laughs> that's fantastic. It's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so these, these two animals animals have been on quite a journey in mm-hmm. their life mm-hmm. and and they need a home to go how old would you say they were if um, you were to make a they're guess. around four from our vet's estimate still young yes still very young yes mm-hmm. and they like i said they've transformed so much since they came to the shelter and every new experience is very scary for them so like yeah. marion was saying we need someone with a lot of compassion and patience for yes. those kinds of dogs yeah absolutely and they've had no interest unfortunately and i do think they are going to be hard to adopt out but i have a lot of confidence that finding the right person is is right around the corner you know like yeah. it, there's people out there that want to help these dogs and want to understand them and want to take that time mm-hmm. to bond with them 
because these are the kind of dogs you're going to have to do multiple meet and greets with these dogs at the shelter to establish that before taking them home because that's going to be such a scary experience for them. So they need that bond with their person. Getting in a car will probably be, you know, brand new (laughs) and and scary for them. I mean, every little thing. And Mm -hmm. one thing that's interesting about them, you know, since we were talking about aggression out of fear, is that these two are not aggressive, even though they're they're the most, I mean... They'd have a reason. I was going to say, they've got every reason to be aggressive, don't they? They do have every reason. And they have never made a sign, even when we put a leash on them. You know, when we have tried (laughs) putting a leash on them. It's more of like a fear reaction with the leash. It's more like a freeze. Yeah. Oh, wow. Versus, you know, yeah. attack. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's more like <laughs> fight or flight, and they, they don't do either. Yeah. yeah. You know. Now, they are available for adoption, but yes. as you said before, if someone's interested, this is going to be a process. Yes. And it's going to be a healthy process, though. Yeah. This yes. is something to benefit both the, the potential owner. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the dogs. Yeah. And we're going to develop this relationship. Folks, if you've got any interest in uh, providing a home, for Merle, Merle and Melvin, Merle and Melvin, mm-hmm. a bonded pair. Uh, you know, the next love story could be right around the corner. Yeah. And I've seen you, Emmy. I've seen your bond with them and how strong that is. They're just mm-hmm. so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And and are. so I know these dogs have got a lot to give mm-hmm. and and are more than happy to probably receive. Yeah. Yes. Ladies, I've run out of time with you, but I greatly appreciate both of you coming in. It is an absolute pleasure to see you both every time. Thank, thank you. you. Yep, thank you. All right, when we come back, we're going to speak to the Sheridan County Fair. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Another great summer event is coming up soon, the Sheridan County Fair. Fair and livestock exhibitions are the foundation for agricultural promotion and a time to remind everyone of the key role that agriculture plays in our local economy and daily lives. It provides opportunities for youth and adult education. The First Federal Bank and Trust family would like to extend congratulations to all the youth who worked so hard all year long to be able to show at the County Fair. Community is the heart of First Federal. First Federal Bank and Trust, true community banking for over 88 years. Member FDIC. Are you an avid golfer looking to improve your game? Do you want to avoid injuries and play pain-free? Call Dr. Colin Hardy at Atlas Chiropractic, 672-6000. Dr. Hardy has been helping golfers of all levels for years using a combination of chiropractic techniques and personalized treatment plans to help you achieve your goals. Ha! Many golfers suffer from common injuries such as lower back pain or shoulder discomfort, but with Dr. Hardy's expertise, you can get back on the course and enjoy the game you love. Whether you're a seasoned pro or a beginner, Dr. Hardy can help improve your swing, flexibility, and balance, giving you the competitive edge you need to reach your full potential. So if you're ready to take your golf game to the next level, call Atlas Chiropractic at 672-6000 and book your appointment with Dr. Colin Hardy. Your game will thank you. Atlas Chiropractic and Dr. Colin Hardy, helping you achieve your best game yet. Wrap Plumbing and Heating can handle any job you have, big or small. From new construction to a pesky leaking toilet, the professionals at Wrap Plumbing and Heating are here to assist you. Drippy faucet? Sure. New shower hardware? No problem. Plumbing an entire new house? For sure. Logs that need snaked? 
Oh yeah, Rap Plumbing and Heating is not met a job they can't handle. Too big a crap? Call Dan Rap at 429-1196. Hi, this is Colton Bates with the Best Real Estate Team, and I'm curious, do you love your home? If so, great. We hope you continue to cherish what you can call yours. But if you had conversations with people who say that the right home for them is hopeless, the market has its challenges, but we don't want your friends, family, and people you know to feel like home ownership is impossible. So we're asking, do you know anyone looking for a new situation, whether it's their first home or a new home? Best is here to provide creative ideas and help those you know feel more prepared and hopeful than ever before. Call me, Colton, at 675-BEST or visit bestwi.net for all of your real estate needs. Proudly brokered by EXP. Did you know One Health cares for all of you, your physical, your behavioral, and your social health? We're proud to continue to offer primary care, immunizations, pediatrics, senior wellness, and now dental services. One Health is a passionate team offering exceptional care for the entire body, all under one roof for all ages and all income levels, accepting Medicaid, Medicare, private insurance as well as a sliding fee scale in person and telehealth so schedule your next wellness exam one health is now located in the train depot and at onehealthcaresforall.org so that's what they're getting all right good morning and welcome back to public pulse proudly brought to you by first federal bank and trust I'm Floyd Whiting. For the second part of our show this morning, I am joined by Sheridan County 4-H educator Emily Sweenier and committee member Sheridan County Youth Market Livestock Sale. Boy, that's a mouthful, Liz. <laughs> and host of Sheridan Media's Sheridan County Ag Update, Liz Kincaid. Good morning, ladies, and welcome to the show. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> thanks for having us. Oh, thanks for being on. It's always a pleasure having uh, the fair on. I love 4-H. I love the fair. Uh, I love, uh, you know, it's it's a moment of recognition that we can give to years of hard work. That's really what it is. And so now is the time that we get to celebrate our bright, shining ag stars here in Sheridan County. In just four days, the Sheridan County Fair is going to be kicking off. We've already had some kids represent Sheridan County. Can you tell me about the national shooting sports competitors? Yeah, so we had three members go to Grand Island, Nebraska and participate in national the national competition and it was impressive. So we had Braden Ware, Grace Hinton and Will Edwards. And so they competed in pistol archery and outdoor hunting skills. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and you know, this is this huge. is huge yeah. and um they they all did well and represented well and we sent a a group of kids from the state of Wyoming to represent, and I love that three of those came from right here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic job, kids. You know, when it comes to shooting sports, I was in the military. I still got brothers heavily involved in that, and it's it's just a fantastic activity to get out there and do. It, it demands focus. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it demands so much more work than what people think. You're just laying in the dirt, sh you know, sending some lead down range, but there's so much involved. I could never do it. I wanted to. But I was never that good of a shot. <laughs> well, we, it's one of our largest programs, and it's something that you know isn't directly tied to county fair, so it doesn't get as much attention. Yeah. And also, when we have our county contest, it's not something that spectators really, you can't really watch. Right, it. right. So it's not as exciting. But for those kids that are involved, I mean, we have, we even... I mean, the, the amount of participation and the financial support that we get from the community, which is huge, and it's 
it's really impressive to see how talented these kids are. Oh, yeah. And to be so able much. to represent nationally. And Grace is even on the National Ambassadors Program for Shooting Sports. And so that's, yeah. She's, Representing. Yes. The, she's She's got it going on. Now, what time is the first event here at home uh, in just a couple days? So the, it, we start with the horse events. Start with horse, and that is on Saturday. And it's going to be up at the Agri Park. So up north of town. Yes, the Sheridan College Agri Park. And we've had, there's been a, some questions, and there's, of course, all kinds of rumors about. Yeah, we got to clear that up. What happened? <laughs> um, you know, really and truly, it came down to the fact that the superintendent and a lot of the parents really enjoyed being up at the Agri Park because it's inside. Oh, it's not okay. as hot. Okay. And you can see. Yes. Spectators, it's not as hot in the bleachers. I mean, I love these kids, and I ditched them one year because it was too hot. Just too there. dang hot to be out there. <laughs> yeah. see, kids, but I it, love you, but I'm out. And, and that's one of the things is, like, that really shows the dedication of these kids. They're mm-hmm. out there, you know, in this heat. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. probably, you know, they're wearing some of their best ropers. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, some people starched. have uniforms. It's starched. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but that shows dedication to... And I know a lot of folks out there have been wearing that roper during rodeo or something, and whew, around the collar, getting a little warm out there. So uh, Saturday, horse events, how many events are we having? Um, so Saturday, you're, like, asking me questions off the top of my head, and I'm not fully caffeinated. S- Saturday is all the Western events. There it events. is. Okay. So your, your, um, your trail, your Western pleasure, those sorts of things are all on Saturday. And then Sunday, you go into your English events, your showmanship, and the speed events. So the barrels, poles, goats. Oh, wow. That's, that's action. Yeah. That's action show right mm-hmm. there. Now, uh, is there a schedule that, that someone can jump online? Oh, and yeah. Find? So the fair schedule is kind of, it's all over the place. So I have hard copies available um, around town at the different feed stores. Um, I've got them located on our Facebook page. It's pinned to the very top. It's on Sheridan Media. It's also on the county website as well. So it's just Sheridan County 4-H. Just Google it. It'll be the very first one that pops up. It's connected to the county website. So it's it's everywhere. And I try to, I've seen people asking online in different forums and things and on Facebook public groups. And I've always am either directing them where to go or I'll just take a screenshot of it and post it there as well. Now, these kids have worked all year long to produce some of the finest livestock we will ever see. Mm-hmm. And can you tell us what kind of commitment this oh, takes man. from our youth here? <laughs> this is, you know, a lot of, you can do this a couple of different ways. If you, you know, if you can't commit to a year-round project, you can, you can get an animal in April, March, April, and you can raise it through the summer. But there are other kids who are either, like, raising steers. That's a September. You start... It's almost year-round. It's ba- you, There is no off time. And then no. there's yeah. a lot of kids who do the breeding program who they're raising their own product to show and sell. So they, they own the wow. males. They're they there own from the very, parents. very beginning. That they're is amazing. There when they're born, they raise them up, and it's a year-round up in the morning. And so they get all the nasty winter. Mm-hmm. They get the wet. I mean, they're out breaking ice and shoveling. Carrying and- buckets. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember it well. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they, and the level of commitment, either way you go, 
is intense. Yeah. But these are these kids have been there from the very beginning, and there's a lot. I mean, some of them have seen some some heartbreak and some sadness and. Yeah, because they've got to be just, the the animal's doctor. They've they got to do. be the, the mother. You know, sometimes things happen, or if, especially when you're having some that are being born, sometimes it's it's difficult. And it was a long, hard winter mm-hmm. this year. It was. And well, I, and something else, Sheridan County is these kids are tough. Yeah, yeah. and I don't have to just, be. I, I mean, but these kids we have in this county are four big species: the 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 steers, goats, sheep, and pigs. This county has great livestock, and these kids, this is a tough county to show in. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have that level of dedication, unfortunately, sometimes you're not going to rise to the to the cream of the, the crop. The bar's pretty high and around these parts. It is, and there's nothing wrong with the, the kid who just wants to raise an animal, have the experience, and come to fair and enjoy it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But you also have to realize there's kids that are showing year-round, just mm-hmm. like kids who play basketball there year-round. There are serious competitors this is their out sport, there. And this is what they do. And neither way is bad. Yeah. Both ways are great. You're learning things both ways. It's just the kid who plays basketball in school versus the kid who plays basketball all year round it's the same concept mm-hmm. exactly and we can we can really see that in within the stock itself can we now when it comes to the fair uh it's not only livestock there's going to be static shows as well correct yeah. there's a lot of uh, arts traditional crafts that's one thing that i always loved about going to fair is walking through those static shows and and for those who know me know that i've got a thing about quilts i love quilts i don't know why maybe it was my grandmother but i love their patterns uh and and back in nebraska people will take a certain star and that represents your family and they put that up on the barn Mm -hmm. so it's a big deal and and around here we've got some fantastic quilters we've got some fantastic traditional crafts as well tell me about some of these static shows so I, I, like you, loved the static shows, and I grew up in Georgia, and that was one of the biggest things. Of course, we had our livestock shows and things, but there weren't county fairs there. There was just the giant state fair, and so the static piece was always huge, and I remember as a little girl just being obsessed with just walking through and just, wow, okay, kids my age made these. Yeah. And I still get that same sense of awe, looking like, wow, a, a nine-year-old made this. What? I can't even wrap my... And it's funny that you mentioned the quilts because we were just visiting about that as well. The amount of fine details and like the mathematical parts of it has to be just right to line oh, yeah. everything up. And so we have 413 static entries this year holy cow i I love it and so and you know the static entries is kind of the bread and butter like that's kind Mm -hmm. of where 4-h started so 100 years ago when this was when 4-h was called boys and girls club because we've kind of transitioned a little bit there it it was how to how to grow corn in a drought how to can tomatoes how to if you want to raise poultry how to do it with you know this is how much money you're going to put into your feed this is what kind of animal you want to raise and how to economically Mm -hmm. produce livestock and then it changed a little bit and we've got okay you want to you want to raise herefords and show herefords that's fantastic this is the breed standard um and and you know the 
the shows, they, the trends change over the years, and that's kind of part of the fun of it, part of the frustration of it, too, because you're like, okay, what's in now? Now I got to do this, man, yeah. Now I got to what? But the, the static shows, the handicrafts, the canning and preserving, those kinds of skills, they don't change. Right. And it's been interesting to see just with what the last few years have brought us, what skills have resurfaced and made people think, okay, maybe this is something mm-hmm. that, you know, we, so we can't go to the store and buy chicken right now. Mm-hmm. We should raise our own chicken or eggs are ridiculously priced. Let's raise our own birds, which that first dozen eggs you get is like the $12,000. <laughs> Can we just talk about that? I remember getting my first dozen eggs and thinking, okay, well, this was... We've struck it rich. But yeah. Man, this, this one egg is $87. <laughs> um, but the kids that pour into those static crafts, I mean, they're... It's it's exciting to be able to see the amount of dedication and learning something because the first time they start that quilt or that embroidery or want to do the the rope craft braiding of the rawhide, you're probably not going to do very well. You're right. gonna you know, and so when you start, you're going to have to undo it and start over and then fail better the next time and there then you go. I try love again and then fail better the next time and so that that iterative process of changing and trying again and changing and trying again, that's a lifelong skill. Yeah. You know, we, we think that with 4-H we're teaching them how to be perfect and how to how to learn all these things and never screw up. But really we're teaching them how to how to be okay with making mistakes and to own them and to change it and continue to grow. Because even as adults, I mean, gosh, I make first them every time, day. man, I am the worst. But when I do, I own them, and I'm like, all right, that was dumb. How can I make sure that doesn't happen again? Yeah. And and you learn from it, and you grow from it. And that's what we're really trying to raise in 4-H isn't, you know, I don't want to raise the best uh, hog showman, which is great. If you can make a 300-pound mm-hmm. hog cooperate with you in a ring, and it's not a, you don't have a rope on it, and you could you trained it to walk and cooperate and respect you and and learn the patterns and things like that, that's incredible. But what you're really learning isn't, it's not that you can make your hog cooperate. It's the dedication to get up every morning and work that animal, make sure they're fed, make sure they're healthy, make sure that you're not cutting corners. And so all of that is the real prize. Resilience. Absolutely. And so when they do get sick or if, if, if you lose an animal, which is heartbreaking, but to, to do it better next time, learn from Learn from your mistakes. Everybody's, everybody's had to had that moment of, okay, how can I, as a as a good steward, and as a good herdsman, properly care for my animals. It's not about just when you get into the ring. It's the hundreds of hours that happen. Yeah, really that's, that's early really in the morning. like just the epitome, isn't yeah. it? I mean, we see the kids out there with their animals 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know. But that 10 or 15 minutes has taken hundreds of hours mm-hmm. to get to. Training. Tears, and, and, frustration. Oh, yeah. You know, early re- mornings. Like the parents, too. Oh, yeah. right. as, as an <laughs> educator and a parent of 4-H children, let me tell you, that, that is, I mean, you, it's not just the kids, too. It's a, a lot of this is a family event. Absolutely. You can't, the kids can't get there without mom and dad taking them. 
and they you know they they need all the support they can get and it's something that you can do as a family together yeah absolutely and, but the, but those hours spent in the barn you know we've got the radio blasting in the barn and dancing it out while you're measuring feed and it's just special there's i remember this year we were kidding having babies baby goats in december and my kids thinking this is why christmas started in a barn and boy wow. did that as a mom i'm like okay i've done something right <laughs> you know, we don't have you know this christmas is kind of wrecked because we're spending it in the barn and is it really of, wrecked all of that will come back because let's talk about the youth market livestock sale now this is where the hoof meets the grass. Mm -hmm. This is where it really gets real. This is where all those mornings and those nights and all that hard work mm -hmm. is going to pay off. I only got about three minutes left. What do we need to know about this sale? So this is, like you said, the, the grand finale. This is when everything finally comes to fruition. And the, if you want to support these kids, which... I implore you to do because they have they have put in the work there's a number of ways that you can do that um, there's we have the you could call you can bid online you can show up well you can't bid online no more bidding online you, well you can watch it online oh there it is I got all, look at me I got so. all like I knew what I was talking about I did it thank you Liz <laughs> no you're fine um sharedmedia.com will have the youth market livestock sale on we will have it on there and you can call in to justin west stuart kincaid yep. or amber jensen to place your bid oh fantastic you okay. also can call them and and place a high bid with them so you mm -hmm. don't if you aren't going to be there you can't watch it you can call them before the sale and get your bids in as well as nick siddle and dennis nelson they've done it for years and they're still a huge part of that to help us out well that is great and this auction ends up raising tens of thousands of dollars and and hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah when, when we look at the whole thing <laughs> hundreds of thousands and what's great is you know how do these kids use this money so most if not all of them pour it right back into their projects yeah and i know personally with with my own children that pays for the feed for the next year that mm -hmm. pays for Mine really wanted a, lot, a scale at our house so they could monitor rate of gain. They bought a scale, yeah. And they, you know, they they wanted a they wanted a show box. They bought a show box. They wanted a better mind you the breeding animals. So they wanted a better better genetics. So they're putting it right back into their projects. And some of these kids put it off for college as well, don't they? Or Absolutely. A percentage or a or new my, vehicle or my niece used hers for college for school mm -hmm. yeah and she's actually in the vet program so so there you it, go it's all coming full circle there it all is. right first event saturday what time 8 a.m 8 a.m uh make sure that you're up there with the the sheridan college ag park Agri-Park, yeah. Agri-Park, all right. Le Emily, Liz, thank you both so much you for bet. coming in and talking with me this morning. This is one of my favorite events every <laughs> single year. I absolutely love it. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Sheridan USBC is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Have you been online to the Sheridan Commercial Company Office Supply website? Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. SheridanCommercial.com will allow you to explore and compare prices with other national brands. We offer delivery or in-store pickup. Over 41,000 items are available by going online at SheridanCommercial.com. That's SheridanCommercial.com. Plus, we carry a line of supplies in our store for your everyday needs. The Sheridan Commercial Company, Office Supply Department at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. Has your home become the proverbial money pit? Everything is going wrong. Things are breaking on the daily. And you can't afford to fix them. Nor do you want to. Let Wyo Renovation assist you. They will buy any property in any location, no matter what issues it has. They will get you cash, probably more than you could get anywhere else. And you can walk away and let them bring the property back to life. Learn more at wyorenovation.com or find them on Facebook. One night after dinner, my wife asked me if I could clear the table. Well, I had to get a run and start, but by golly, I did it. Speaking of tables, Frackleton's is once again taking online reservations. Just go to frackleton's.com, click on the reservations tab, click the number in your party, daytime, booth, table, bar area, main room, or back room. And that table is yours when you get here. Frackleton's, fine food and spirits, Main Street, downtown Sheridan, where good food is good mood. The Sheridan Farmer's Market is back for another great season at Whitney Commons Park. You'll find local produce, meat, eggs, coffee, baked goods, and outstanding locally crafted items this Thursday and every Thursday from 5 to 7 p.m. through September 14th. See the best our hardworking local producers have to offer at the Sheridan Farmer's Market Thursday evenings at Whitney Commons Park. Sponsored in part by Sheridan Media. And remember, please leave your pets at home. Mowing the lawn, working out, walking the dog. It's never been easier to keep your favorite music, current local news, sports, and weather information right there with you. Sheridan Media will keep you company wherever you go with our smartphone apps. Visit SheridanMedia.com app and choose the stations you want. Live streams of your favorite hit music, rock, country, classics, and the best talk shows on the radio, all for free. And with podcasts of Public Pulse in the 90s at 9, you can listen when it fits your schedule. SheridanMedia.com app. KROE, Sheridan, broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio.